You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. I love our theme scripture, Philippians 2 and 5. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. A significant yet small word in the verse is let. To let means to allow. I want to give you three definitions of allow. Again, to let means to allow. First definition of allow is to agree with something or somebody. To agree with something or somebody. And of, and of course, as Christians, is important for us to be in agreement. We have to be on the same page in order to move forward together, based upon Amos 3 and 3. Second definition of allow is to... Yield to completely. To yield to something or somebody completely. You're not going to have step. You're going to yield your whole being. Your spirit, your soul, and your body. You're not just going to talk about the word. You're going to think about it, talk about it, and put it into action. You're going to yield to something or somebody completely. And the final meaning of allow is archaic, a primitive and it comes from a Latin root. And it, and it means to praise or value highly. To praise or value highly. Specifically, to praise or value highly something or somebody. Not just going to talk about having the Holy Ghost. Going to let folks know how valuable he is to me. I don't know about you. I don't even want to cross the street without the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit in every aspect of my life. Every decision I make. 
I want to be in line with John 16 and 13. Where Jesus said, when the Spirit of truth or the Holy Spirit comes, He will guide you, not just into some truth, but into all truth. And so when, when it comes to the word let, again, it means to allow. And so when I let or allow, number one, I'm agreeing with something or somebody. Number two, I'm yielding completely to something or somebody. And number three, I am praising or value, valuing highly something or somebody. If you'll notice in 1 John 2 and 24 that John wanted the saints to let abide in them what they heard, get this, from the beginning. I want you to let abide in you what you heard from the beginning. If something is going to abide, it's going to, number one, be continual. It's not going to cease. Number two, it's going to stay or remain. Lastly, it's going to dwell or live in. Is going to dwell or live in you. Let that which you heard from the beginning abide in you. You got to allow it. You got to let it. You have to value it to the point to where you won't let anything or anybody Take it from you. There's a thief that desires to get something valuable from us. But the first thing we have to recognize is that God has given us something valuable. Not just once. But time and time again. What am I talking about? The word. Let that which you heard from the beginning. What did they hear from the beginning? Same thing we heard from the beginning. And the beginning refers to when we first became Christians. When we first start walking in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Let that 
which you heard from the beginning abide in you. What was it that we first heard? We heard the gospel. We heard the gospel that led us to salvation. In Romans, the first chapter, the 16th and the 17th verse, Paul talked about it. He said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek, which represents the Gentiles or us. He said, I'm not ashamed of it. The first thing that we heard that caused us to say yes to Jesus as Lord and Savior was the gospel. Now, the gospel equates absolute truth that makes free. I said the gospel equates absolute truth. Truth that makes free. Jesus said to some Jews that were listening to him in John the 8th chapter. If you continue in my word. You're going to know the truth. And the truth going to make you free. It's going to cause you to be created or transformed for the better. We're looking real good tonight. But we can't go back to our past with the same testimony. How many remember being low down? How many remember lying, cheating, and doing this, that, and the other? Come on now. Oh, you clean tonight. I, you, I, I can't even argue with you. You looking good tonight. But do you remember when you? Used to do dirt. Used to cuss folk out. Matter of fact, it was hard for you to even complete a whole sentence without cussing. But the gospel is what changed your life. The gospel is what turned you completely around. Headed straight to hell. Didn't know you could have better. Didn't know you could be more. Than what you thought you could be in your mind. Who changed all of that? Jesus. That gospel changed us for the battle. We know the gospel works. We know the gospel made us free. If it's your testimony, tell somebody I was wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up. In or your mess. But then God changed you. He saved you. He delivered you. And you haven't been the same since. But here John tells the church. You have to allow. What you first heard 
to abide in you. What was happening to the church? They like so many of us. They had forgotten where the Lord had brought them from. They were starting not to appreciate the gospel. That dance that God gave them got too important to praise Him. Stop valuing verses or chapters like Psalm 150 that lets us know God wants us if we got breath to give Him the praise. You have folk that in probably all of our churches that used to magnify God in a dance, magnify God with a clap, magnify God in leaping, magnify God in turning in victory. That same person has become a spectator. And so John said to the churches of Asia Minor you have to allow that what you heard from the beginning to stay in you trials going to try to get it out but you got to let it abide in you Somebody going to tell you it don't take all that. But you got to allow it to abide in you. You going to get a little more money added to your income. That's going to try to make you sedated. But, but, but the more God bless you, the more you ought to value. His presence. The more you ought to praise him in a dance. The more you ought to give him glory. There is sickness. That's going to try to pull you out of the will of God. Remember how you just believed that God would heal you. You would fast because you believed that God was in truth Jehovah Rapha. You turned the plate over. I got to fast until God touches me from my crown to the sole of my feet. Now you don't even know what scripture references God as Jehovah Rapha. Because several pills have took his place. 
Am I against medicine? No. But I am for God and putting God first. I don't think you ought to allow anything to get in your body unless you are led by the Holy Spirit. Let me go back to John. He'll guide you into how much truth? Not just truth in the church. Truth outside the church. Some people even get offended when you tell them the truth. But in the beginning, they wanted to know the truth. Pastor, if it's going to step on my toe, let it rip. I just want the word. I just want the truth. But the same person, if you start teaching or preaching certain things, will stick up that religious finger and dismiss themselves before the benediction and say to somebody, that ain't right. That's the reason you need to go back and allow what was in you from the beginning to have life, to have breath. And that's what he wanted from the saints to really focus on how hungry, how thirsty they were from the beginning. How on their mind was Jesus. The church prays what pastor taught, what pastor preach what they saw anything had to do with the church you were on fire about your middle name at the time could have been fiber you were so hot now we like Laodicea what did the rite of revelation say to the church of Laodicea I wish you were either hot or cold. I want you to act like the word is refreshing you. Or I want you to act like the word has you on fire. But because you're not hot nor cold, but Luke, Luke warm. I have no choice but to spew you. Out of my mouth, which is figurative of a curse. We have to go back to abiding, loving to hear the word, loving to enter the church like David did. David, David was probably a billionaire at the time when, when he pinned. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Piles of money. What was crazy about church? 
we won't come to church because we're volunteering for overtime. <laughs> Say to your neighbor, that ain't, right. that ain't right. God ought to be first in your life. What did Jesus say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And whatever else you need will be added unto you. We have forgotten the blessing of abiding in the word. I say we have forgotten the blessing of abiding in the word. And seemingly that's what was going on with the churches. Let me show you something. Go with me to uh, John 15. Lord have mercy. Y'all stay with me. Y'all all right? All right, John, John, John 15 is where we're going. We got to remember the blessing of abiding. Look what Jesus said in John 15 and 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Talk to walk. You will ask what you help me. And it shall be done. For who? Look at the benefit of abiding in the word. Look at this benefit. Your job can't give you your heart's desire. Uh, most of us, we're on a job. We're on a job. Well, that job ain't going to give you your heart's desire. But he said, if you abide in me and my word abides in you. Just ask me. And I'll give you your desire. Say in my word and I'll give you what your money can't give you. Stay in my word and I will cause you to be a wonder in your community. Folk will wonder how you got to be so blessed. Folk will wonder how you got what on paper you can't afford. But notice, notice something. Go with me to John 12. We're still talking about the blessing or benefit of abiding. But notice in John 12. Verse 46. This is something else Jesus said in reference to abiding. Jesus said, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes or has faith in me should not abide in darkness. Have faith in me and I'll bring you out of your obscurity. Have faith in me. And you won't have any excuse or reason to doubt. Because figuratively, 
darkness equates doubt. You start abiding in Jesus, you'll start believing in the impossible. You will ignore reports that say you can't. Oh, there's no deliverance. You'll ignore those reports. Why? Because you're in the word. And you recognize, yes, with men, this is impossible. But not with him. Not with God. With God, all things are possible. But you will never believe that. If you don't abide in the word. Like it or not. If you don't abide in the word. You're going to be in darkness. You're going to look at certain things. In your life. And utter out of your mouth. Is no way. This can happen. Why? Because that's how. People in darkness. Talk. They're pessimistic. They're they're negative. They look for a way, but if they don't see a way, they consider it to be no way. But on the other hand, when you abide in the word, you have large in your being. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, that you're going to walk not by Sight, but by faith are the word. You even look at situations, papers, and such that tell you you can't or it'll never happen as temporary. Because of 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 living in you. Which states the things that we see a temporary. Yeah, I seen what he put on paper. Yeah, I, I know that's what he saw, but God is a creator. If he made me into a new person, he can give me a new part in my body. See, some of y'all looking at me right now because you're down that. You don't believe God can give you a creative miracle? Even though you say he is creator? I got to take y'all back to an old saying. Who going to help me? Look at somebody and say, God can do anything. Save. Faith. Say it to one more person. God can. Do anything. As I get ready to close it, there are two primary reasons why we need to allow what we receive from the beginning which was the gospel or the word of God abide in us. And both reasons 
are found in the first clause of Hebrews 4 and 12. Number one is simply because the word is living. We want the word to abide in us because the word is living. What does that mean? It's not dead. It's not dead. Don't ever think when you done prayed about something and you hadn't seen a manifestation on your timetable that the word is dead or it's not working. Jesus revealed that the word can't die or pass away. He said in Matthew 24 and and 35, heaven and earth shall pass away. This going to cease. This going to die. And we know it according to scripture because John in Revelation saw a new heaven and earth. But Jesus said, my words are not going to die. They will never pass away. Get this. Everything is fulfilled. But when that word is not abiding in you, you will give up on the word because you think it does not work. You have to be to the point to where you just believe like Elijah believed. Elijah was praying that a famine would be over and and, and seemingly the more he prayed initially, the less that he saw. But he didn't give up because he knew the power of the word. He knew that the word was living. Don't ever think God's word of healing is dead to you. His word of salvation is dead to you. His word of making you better is dead to you. Don't ever think John 10.10 is not for you. Jesus said the thief comes not before the steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come so you can have life and that more abundantly but when that word is not abiding in you you'll say dumb stuff like well my mama didn't have nothing my daddy didn't have nothing and her mama according to what they say she didn't have nothing either and her mama and and my grandmama's mama my great grandmama didn't have nothing either so I guess I'm just in that line All of us come from a line of folk in that line that were jacked up.
That's the reason God had to make us into new creations. But baby, you need to quit talking stuff like that. You need to get the word in you so you can start saying when trouble hits, it's going to work out because I'm an heir of God and a joint heir of Christ Jesus. The Lord came for me to be the head, not the to live above only and never. But if you don't have the right thing dwelling or living in you, you won't consider the word as being alive or living. Second thing, the word is, now I'm still on, I'm still on the first, but I'm going to the second scripture I want to go to. So hold on till we get to the second point. But listen to this. The living word is real. It's real. I said is. I said is. I got to show you something. I want to show you a portrait of us. Or most of us. Matter of fact, all of us if we're born again. Let's go to Psalm 107. Let's go to Psalm 107. I want to read one verse. And if you don't see yourself in this verse, you need to check your salvation. You need to ask yourself, are you truly Christian? And we're still dealing with the living word. We want the living word to abide in us. But notice Psalm 107 and 20. Ready? He sent his word and healed them. How many? Show of hands. You've been healed by the word. Look around you. But he goes on. And delivered them from their destruction. How many have been delivered by the word? Now, how many were delivered initially? The word, deliver, the word delivered you from crack, alcohol, homongering, lying, stealing, cheating, backbiting. But since that time, the word has continued to deliver you. Let me see by a show of hands. I got to drop something on you, those things. There are people now that are not trusting the word to deliver them. Now, now we have to fight things. But you can never get to the point to where when opposition is coming that you stop trusting the word to deliver you. But in our day and time, there are people in God's church 
that do not trust God first for deliverance. The moment something happens, they, they look to the secular before they even consult God. What's wrong with that? From Genesis to Revelation, God is people. I need to be one in your life. Not number two, not number three, not an alternative. I need to be first. Solomon so understood that to where he, he said in Proverbs 3 and 5 and following in part, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways everything you do acknowledge him and let him tell you what to do lord my head hurting lord i'm thinking about going to the emergency room should i go now, now, to some people, that, that, that's elementary. Why should we, which, why, if it's hurting and the, the emergency room down, now, we ought to just go. If you think that's elementary, that, that's your choice. But biblically, that's what a child of God is supposed to do. You ask God so God can tell you specifically what he would have you do. If he tells you to go, get in your car and go. Or get somebody to drive you. But if he doesn't tell you to go, even if it feels as if your head is about to explode, trust him. Because if he told you not to go, you're going to get your deliverance. How do you know? I've been there. I've been there. Trust God with how much of your heart? Lean to how much of your understanding? None. None. Second point in reference to why we need to abide in the word of God is because it is powerful. Powerful. One definition of powerful or power. Powerful in the verse is, is the Greek word dudamus, which suggests that when it comes to God's power, it has the ability to do whatever needs to be done. Has the ability to do whatever needs to be done. I, I've seen folks that never would have got a degree without God giving them the ability to do it. Never would have got a house without God giving them the ability to do it. Used to be an old saying, poor as Job's turkey. That's how, some of, that's how poor some of us used to be. But, a, but you're a millionaire now. How 
you come from down there to here, God gave you the ability. How did he give you the ability? Through the word. You kept hearing your pastor teach and preach week in and week out about better is here and better is coming. God getting ready to do this, that, and the other. And you took that word, you applied it, and all of a sudden you, you went from barely making it to having enough. And look at you now. You got more than enough. And the only thing you can attribute to your transformation is receiving that word and allowing it abide in you to the point to where you started thinking, talking, and doing it. And God showed himself strong unto you. I like what Isaiah said in Isaiah 55 and 11. He said, once God sends forth his word, is not going to return to him empty void or without success Isaiah said the, the word is going to be so powerful to where it's going to accomplish everything that he sent it to do get this in reference to prosperity it's going to prosper according to the reason he, he sent it. That's some of us right now. She's been keeping my word and, and, and she's been desiring a house. Ain't nobody in her family had a house. And so I don't want to just bless her with the house they're trying to give her from that old real estate company. I want to bless her with, with, with a house to where when folk see it, they, they'll leave with their mouth wide open wondering how in the world did she get something so magnificent. I don't want to just bless him with, with a trunk because that boy get up every morning and he pray according to the word. Then he goes to church. He gives me my tithes and my offerings every Sunday and then he eats up that word that comes from his pastor like is his favorite meal. And so I want to bless him not only with the truck he been playing for but every extra that can come with that truck. That's what I wanted to do. And hold on and, and I don't want him to have to make but five payments on it and somebody I, I, I want to assign him to walk out walk up to him and pay that thing completely out but say to your neighbor that will never happen to you if you don't have living in you the gospel of the word of God
I'm done. Let's get the Lord a big hand of praise.